Now we shall be reading part 16 of lesson 2, Constitution of India, of paper 1, Jurisprudence, Interpretation and General Laws. 2.50.3 Breakdown of Constitutional Machinery in a State Article 356 and 357 In case the Governor of a State reports to the President or he is otherwise satisfied that the Government of a State cannot be carried on according to the provisions of the Constitution, then he, President, can make a proclamation to that effect. By that proclamation he can assume to himself all or any of the functions of the government of the state and all or any of the powers vested in or exercisable by the governor or anybody or authority in the state and declare that the powers of legislature of that state shall vest in parliament. Parliament can make laws with respect to all state matters as regards the particular state in which there is a breakdown of constitutional machinery and is under the president's rule. Further, it is not necessary that the legislature of the concerned state should be suspended or dissolved before it is brought under the president's rule. But practically it so happens. It is important to note that the president cannot, however, assume to himself any of the powers vested in or exercisable by a high court or to suspend, either in whole or in part, the operation of any provision of the Constitution relating to the High Courts. Under the Constitution of India, the power is really that of the Union Council of Ministers with the Prime Minister as its head. The satisfaction of the President contemplated by this article is subjective in nature. The power conferred by Article 356 upon the President is a conditional power. It is not an absolute power. The existence of material which may comprise of or include the report or reports of the governor is a precondition. The satisfaction must be formed on relevant materials. Though the power of dissolving the legislative assembly can be said to be implicit in clause 1 of article 356, it must be held having regard to the overall constitutional scheme that the President shall exercise it only after the proclamation is approved by both the Houses of Parliament under Clause 3 and not before. Until such approval, the President can only suspend the Legislative Assembly by suspending the provisions of the Constitution relating to the Legislative Assembly under Sub-Clause C of Clause 1. The proclamation under Clause 1 can be issued only where the situation contemplated by the clause arises. Clause 3 of Article 356 is conceived as a control on the power of the President and also as a safeguard against its abuse. S. R. Bomai versus Union of India, AIR 1994, SC 1918. Clause 2 of Article 356 any such proclamation may be revoked or varied by a subsequent proclamation. It may, however, be noted that the presidential proclamation is valid only for six months at a time and that also if approved by both the Houses of Parliament within a period of two months from the date of proclamation. A fresh proclamation can be issued 
to extend the life of the existing one for a further period of six months, but in no case such proclamation can remain in force beyond a consecutive period of three years. The Constitution, 42nd Amendment Act, 1976, inserted a new clause too in Article 357. It provides that any law made in exercise of the power of the legislature of the state by parliament or the president or other authority referred to in sub-clause A of clause 1, which parliament or the president or such other authority would not, but for the issue of a proclamation under Article 356, have been competent to make shall, after the proclamation has ceased to operate, continue in force until altered or repealed or amended by a competent legislature or other authority. This means that the laws made during the subsistence of the proclamation shall continue to be in force unless and until they are altered or repealed by the state legislature. So an express negative act is required in order to put an end to the operation of the laws made in respect of that state by the Union. The action of the President under Article 356 is a constitutional function and the same is subject to judicial review. The Supreme Court or High Court can strike down the proclamation if it is found to be malified or based on wholly irrelevant or extraneous grounds. If the court strikes down the proclamation, it has the power to restore the dismissed government to office and revive and reactivate the legislative assembly wherever it may have been dissolved or kept under suspension. C.S.R. Bommai's case. 2.50.4 On the request of two or more states. Article 252 Article 252 of the Constitution enumerates the power of Parliament to legislate for state. The exercise of such power is conditional upon an agreement between two or more states requesting Parliament to legislate for them on a specified subject. This article provides that if two or more states are desirous that on any particular item included in the state list there should be a common legislation applicable to all such state then they can make a request to Parliament to make such law on that particular subject. Such request shall be made by passing a resolution in the legislatures of the state concerned. If request is made in that form, then Parliament can make law on that subject as regards those states. The law so made may be adopted by other states also, by passing resolutions in their legislatures. Once, However, such law has been made, the power of those state legislatures which originally requested or which later on adopted such law is curtailed as regards that matter, and only Parliament can amend, modify or repeal such a law on similar request being made by any state or states. If any of the consenting states makes a law on that subject, then its law will be invalid to the extent to which it is inconsistent with the law of Parliament. To take an example, Parliament passed the Prize Competitions Act 1955 under the provisions of the Constitution. 2.50.5 Legislation for Enforcing International Agreements 
Article 253 Parliament has exclusive power with respect to foreign affairs and entering into treaties and agreements with foreign countries and implementing of treaties and agreements and conventions with foreign countries. But a treaty or agreement concluded with another country may require national implementation and for that purpose a law may be needed. To meet such difficulties, the Constitution authorizes Parliament to make law on any subject included in any list to implement 1. Any treaty, agreement or convention with any other country or countries or 2. Any decision made at any international conference, association or other body. These five exceptions to the general scheme of distribution of legislative powers on the basis of exclusive union and state lists go to show that in our constitution there is nothing which makes the states totally immune from legislative interference by the centre in any matter. There remains no subject in the exclusive state jurisdiction which cannot be approached by the centre in certain situations. But by this, one must not conclude that the distribution of legislative power in a constitution is just illusory and all the powers vest in the centre. On the other hand, the distribution of legislative powers is real and that is the general rule but to face the practical difficulties the constitution has made a few exceptions which are to operate within the circumscribed sphere and conditions. 2.51 Interpretation of the Legislative Lists For giving effect to the various items in the different lists, the courts have applied mainly the principles listed here. 1. Plenary powers 2. Harmonious construction 3. Pith and substance rule 4. Colorable legislation with this, we end part 16 of the audio lesson 2, Constitution of India. Please do listen to the next part.